Hello, 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 and welcome back to Gimme More Reality. It's me, Kylie, and we are back, you guys, for another great two episodes of Real Housewives of Potomac and Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. So, so good. Like, we are firing on all cylinders. Like, it is, what a treat. What a treat. And then we also have um, Winter House is going to be starting soon, which I'm really stoked for that. And then also, um, I mean, I'm not, uh, I don't know. Vanderpump Rules is also coming out here soon. I think it starts maybe next week, I believe. Um, and I don't know, like I'm excited. I'm going to watch it, of course. Um, I don't know if I'm going to do any recordings on that one or not, but you know, we'll see. We'll see. I might touch down a little bit. We'll see what happens. I don't know. So, but regardless, the goodies are happening right now. Let's not worry about, let's not worry about what's going on in the future. Let's focus on the present, <laughs> shall we? All right. So I'm just going to get right into it because wow, wow, we woes, um, Potomac was great. Potomac was great. We're going to start with Potomac and then we'll get into Salt Lake City. But, and then um, before I get started with the recaps of those two, um, I'm just going to drop I'm going to do a separate recording for Real Housewives of Beverly Hills um, because, listen, I got to talk about it. But, um, you know, it's just, it's, I'm just going to start doing two separate recordings because it's too hard to do um, all of those in, in one episode, one podcast. So, um, so I'm going to kind of start doing that this week. I'm actually probably going to drop two episodes this week or this weekend, I should say. And then we'll start off by, I'm going to try to drop Real Housewives of Potomac and Salt Lake City, try to drop that earlier in the week. And then later in the week, drop a quick episode in regards to Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Now, you guys, I just saw today that the fucking Beverly Hills reunion is going to be a fucking four-parter. You guys, they haven't done that, I don't feel like, since Real Housewives of Atlanta when uh, Candy, or not Candy, I'm sorry, Portia accused Candy of trying to take her down to her dungeon, her sex dungeon. Okay? So, I mean, for Beverly Hills to have a four-parter, I mean, like, Real Housewives of Atlanta is just like, mwah, mwah, mwah. Like, each season is always just amazing, just chef kisses all around. So the fact that Beverly Hills is actually getting a four-parter, like, whoa. Whoa, you guys. I mean, and then I don't know if anybody saw it, but... um. I think it may have been on Twitter that Erica Jane like posted saying that basically there's a four-parter because of who? And she said me. And she's not wrong. She's not wrong. So I'm already excited for the reunion. It's just giving me chills. <laughs> okay. Now we got that business out of the way. Let's get into Real Housewives of Potomac. So this episode was called No Business Like a Shade Business. I love these titles. I love them. Um, so we start off the episode. Candace is, um, you know, kind of showing her mom, like, what they've done to the house, kind of decorative-wise. And, like, holy shit. Like, Candace's mom is fucking critical as fuck. Critical as fuck. But I think, I mean, regardless, I'm sure that may have been hard for Candace when she was, like, a child. I think, though, that it has made her... 
very for adulthood has made it to where she, you know, doesn't give a shit about what people say. You know, I don't know if anybody saw her on Watch What Happens Live. I mean, she did like this game that um, Andy did where she, she, he asked her if she had like any regrets and she's basically was like, I don't regret anything. I mean, she had no regrets. <laughs> no regrets. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, okay. And then, so after that, then we cut to Giselle trying to teach her daughter how to drive. She finally got her permit. Woohoo. Um, but holy shit, her, her driving was stressing me the fuck out. I was just like, oh my God. Oh my goodness. And all the, the only thing that I could think is that my daughter is going to be driving here in a few years. And I was just like, I, I could just, I, that's what I picture. I picture that situation, just me just screaming, just stop, stop, you know, break, turn. Her asking me which one's the gas, which one's the pedal. Like, oh God. <laughs> Oh, Lordy, Lordy, Lordy. Yeah, that just, that whole situation just uh, stressed me the fuck out. Stressed me out. But, you know, she'll get there. She will get there. But good golly. You know, I mean, listen, it took her a little bit to get her permit, which is okay. Um, You know what? She got it. Makes me a little stressed um, for her when she actually has to do her driving test. You know, that may take a couple tests, but that's okay. That's okay. We would, I would rather her, you know, take some that, you know, take the time to know what the fuck you're doing and then being on the road than them just giving them out willy nills. After that, we cut to Mia and G and, um, Mia is, you know, talking to G about, um, Candace and her husband and just like how, you know, things are, um, you know, that they're, you know, having a hard time with her being, um, with Chris being her husbander and all this stuff. And I'm just like, listen, I don't know. I don't, I know that like, you know, she's just trying to find stuff to talk about, you know, while they're filming and stuff like that. But I'm just like, also like, what the, f like, why do you care? Like, let them figure it out. That's on them. But it cracked me the fuck up because Mia said, you know, like, I'm just, you know, I don't know if they're going to like, if they're going to flounder. But I think she meant flunder. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, all I could think of was that fish from Ariel. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> under the sea. Under the sea. Oh, my goodness. Also, I cannot with this whole three wick a candle situation. <laughs> because then after that, then we got to... Um, uh, Karen talking to her, like, you know, candle business manager, you know, about their three wick, their three wick candle. And, you know, she's just describing, you know, the difference between a three wick and a one wick, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I mean, fuck, like, Karen is acting like she fucking invented the wheel with like a three wick candle. Like, you are not the first person to do a three wick candle, but also, like, it's not like that big of a deal, I feel like. Like, I don't, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't get it. I don't get it. Like it is, it's wild to me, but also I love it. I love it so much. Oh my goodness. Um, after that, we cut to Wendy, you know, giving her business plan to her husband, Eddie and oh God. I mean, listen, like she was prepared. I was just like, okay, Wendy, like get it. Let's present this. Let's, let's present this business plan to Eddie. Yes. 
Yes, yes, yes. But oh, dear, 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 dear. It was wordy. It's too wordy. And it just seemed like she was just circling the drain. Not in a bad way, but it was just like a circle of just, of words that somewhat made sense, but also not sure like what you're talking about. Is this a business plan or are you just describing your product? You know, that's what it felt like. It wasn't a business plan. She was just describing what she was, what her product was. And I just, I'm sorry, but again, like, I just, I can't, I can't believe that with the amount of degrees that Wendy has, that she does not know what a true business plan is. That just doesn't make any sense to me. Or the fact that she would just not do any research. Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me at all. I have just a hard time with it because I just, Wendy is so smart. She's so fucking smart. And I just don't know why. I just, I feel like she's like dumbing it down and I don't like it. I liked last year, Wendy. I still like Wendy. It's just, it's hard because I don't want to say anything. It's tough. You guys, a little controversial, but I just, I don't understand what the fuck is going on. Why is she acting dumber than what she is? And maybe that's what it is. I just feel like she's acting dumber than what she is. I feel like she's dumbing it down this season. I feel like maybe people like critiqued her for having her degrees. And it's like, no, have your fucking degrees. Be fucking the person that you, that you are. You can still be thoughty and be fucking smart. You don't have to be... I don't know. Like, I, I just, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. You still don't have that business plan together. There's no other way to put it. You don't. So, yeah. And I feel like, and I feel like Eddie's not like helping her with it because also I feel like he's just like, what? Like what? Put your fucking business plan together. You know what the fuck you're doing. I don't know. I do not know. Anywho, um, after that, we then see Ashley with her family, like with her mom. I think, what is it, Uncle Lump? I don't like that. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't know why his name is Uncle Lump. Anyways, um, and, you know, they're having like a little like brunch, a little family brunch together, which is great. But riddle me the fuck this. Why the fuck is Ashley talking about the fact that she has a collapsed uterus with her family at their breakfast? Okay. And like she goes into grave detail. I think it's great that you're open with your family. I do. But we do not have to be that open. We don't. We really, really don't. We can't describe it. You can still tell them like, yeah, you know, I've been going through some stuff. If something's called like a lapse uterus, if they ask, I'm sorry, what's a lap uterus, then maybe go ahead and tell them. But you're over here eating fucking bagels and shit and talking about how your uterus is half an any, half an outie. It's too much. It's too much. Just saying. Just saying. Super happy for, super happy that Robin is, you know, she's doing what her life coach had suggested that she do. And she is on track with, you know, checking off those things off her list that she wants to do. So I'm glad that she's looking at spaces. Thank God. I think that she needs to get that ASAP. Um, 
And I love how, like, also, like, supportive, as much as people, like, want to give, like, one shit, this, this reality show is not for him. This is for Robin. Okay? And... I just don't think that Juan is super big on being on camera. And so he comes off a little gruffy. And But what I did like is when they were in that scene together that he was really being like supportive. He's just like, think big, Robin. Like, it's like, let's do this. Like, you got this. And, but I'm glad that Robin, you know, explained to him, like, she needs him to be like softer. And, and she does. She does want, she needs you to be softer. So damn it, get it together and be softer for her, please. Like I'm rooting for them. I really am. I just want them to, I want them to, to make it, you know, I just, yeah, I'm just rooting for them that, you know, we're all rooting for them. At least, you know, I am. <laughs> and then goodness gracious, like Candace, like we're still talking about how Chris can't be at the fucking video shoot. Yes, exactly. He can't be at the video shoot. He is working. He is working as much as your mom and everybody else wants to talk shit. You know what? Listen, regardless of how much that man may or may not be making, he's fucking working. So let's just praise him for that. He could be a fucking bum if you wanted to be. He could be, but he's not. He could be like, fuck, I'm just going to be your husband, Jerry. Like, that'll just be my job, like, whatever. But that's not what's happening. At least that's not what, you know, what we're seeing. <laughs> I don't know what's happening behind closed doors. I don't. But as far as we know, he's working. So let's just give him that. So we get to Candace's um, video shoot for her new video or, you know, for the song, which, you know, listen, like everybody's like down with like the song. And I mean, I am too. Like, I like it. It's great. I'm on board. I think it's very um, upbeat. I don't know. <laughs> I really do like it, you guys, even though I'm not, I'm not like, it doesn't sound like it. I really do like the song. I, am I adding it to my Amazon music? No, but I like the song. I like it. Um, just another great housewife song, truly. Chic say lovey. Oh my goodness. But listen, everybody is like, you know, everybody took on the assignment of Fast and the Furious Chic and they really applied it. I was very, I was very proud. Even though Karen looked like she was going to a business meeting, it could be a business Fast and the Furious meeting. Who could say? <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't know, but she looks great. Everybody looked great. I loved how everybody came and ready. Now, can we talk about the fucking sunglasses that Giselle, that Giselle was wearing? I don't like that type of like sunglass. I don't like it. It's like a half, like it's a visory situation. It's like the, like when you have like a motorcycle helmet on and like, you know, like you put like that little, like that visor down or whatever, but it's just that part of it. You know, there's no helmet clearly, but I just, I can't, I can't, I don't like it. I don't like them. I don't know. I don't know what compelled her to wear those, but all right. And thank God she didn't wear them in the video. You guys, thank God. But uh-oh, the cars weren't there, y'all. Cars did not show up. Now, on um, Watch What Happens Live, I don't know if anybody watched, I don't know if anybody um, watched that or not, but Candace made it very clear that it was not Chris's fault, it was her team's fault. That somebody dropped the ball on their end, that there was like, you know, somebody was supposed to be reserving the cars and basically Chris was confirming, confirming with that person that the cars were going to be there at that certain time. So 
you know, I don't know. I was like, like, was it their fault though? I don't know. Who can say? Who can say? And then Dorothy, Candace's mom was being, ooh, messy. Messy in those streets. Mm -mm. That's just an original. You guys are welcome. Okay, so now, I mean, she first is like talking with Karen and Mia. And Karen is just like, no, 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 no. No, ma'am. Nope, I can't do it. Nope, I'm in good graces with Candace. I can't. I don't want to hear it. Mm -mm, not me. <laughs> no good. No good. And then, like, Candace said something, I think, at one point that she was, I think it may have been in, like, her confessional where she's like, you know, I just want to prove to, like, those naysayers. And it's like, the naysayers is your mom. The naysayers is your mom. That's who it is. But then old messy Mia starts asking fucking Dorothy if Chris is on the payroll. Uh, what? Mia, that is none of your goddamn business. And how are you going to ask her mom that you just met? You just met her. If Chris is on the payroll. Like what? What? Mia is messy and I love it. I love it. I love it. She's everything that we need. Messy, 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 messy. And Giselle said at one point, she's like, you know, I mean, like, I think, yeah, I think it was yeah, Giselle said at one point, you know, like, she's just letting Mia just do her messy thing. Because Mia is more messy than Giselle. So, oh, God, it's just, it's great. It's great. Like, you know, Giselle is able to just sit back and enjoy the show. You know, she doesn't have to get in the muck. But then, of course... Fucking Wendy just runs over to Candace and it's like, you're not going to believe what Mia just asked your mom. And it's like, Wendy, you could wait to tell fucking Candace this later on. Let's not stress her out at the fucking shoot right now. The cars aren't there. She's already stressed out. You're stressing her out more. Like, please. But not the time to bring the tea over to Candace, Wendy. Not the time. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I laughed out loud when fucking, again, Dorothy, Candace's mom tries to talk to Karen and Karen's just like, oh no, 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 I can't. And then in her confessional, she said, pass by me savior. She's saying prayers and hymnals. And <laughs> oh my God. I love Karen so much. Oh my goodness. As much as she irks me sometimes, I love that lady. I love her. She just, she cracks me up. She cracks me up. She said, pass by me, Savior. Pass by me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And then Chris shows up at the fucking video shoot. And the way he walked up was frightening. Was frightening. But, but good Lord, you know, they had some good cars. Thank God everybody rolled up with some good ass fucking vehicles that they were able to put in the back of the, at the back of the, uh, the video shoot. You know, so thank God for the for the people that you asked to come, Candace, because it ended up working out well. Working ended up working out great, if I do say so myself. So good car shoot, you know, the way fucking Chris rolled up and then he was like, wait, y'all have cars. It's like, yeah, we had to use everybody else's fucking cars. That's for sure. You could see that um later on um when Chris, you know, finally came up to came up to Candace and he's just like, well, like, I was just like really concerned there were no cars, but you guys have cars. And you could just tell that Candace was just so happy that he was there. Really was. But wow, that car situation was rough. Was rough. 
And then Robin and um uh <laughs> and Giselle were just over there just being messy as fuck with fucking um with Chris. I mean not Chris, I'm sorry, with Dorothy. They're just, I mean, they were, you know, she's like, well, you know, like, is it like is are things like working out with him being like the husband? Yeah, but just like Giselle and Dorothy are asking questions and Giselle and Dorothy, Giselle and Robin were asking Dorothy fucking questions that it's just like, you guys stop being messy. You're at her shoot right now. And you know, Dorothy wants to talk shit about Chris. You know it. But nobody can help themselves. Nobody can help themselves. <laughs> Just shady. Shady, shady, shady. Uh, okay. I mean, that was pretty much it. It was, I mean, as much as I loved the episode, it was pretty short and sweet. Like, not a lot, not a lot, not a, not a whole lot of like crazy stuff fucking happened. But still, I love these ladies. I love them. They make me so happy. Um, but ooh, next week, y'all. Next week. Actually coming up this Sunday, just I mean, literally tomorrow. Today's Saturday. Yeah, I'm getting to this late, you guys, but we're getting it done. Anyways, next tomorrow's episode is going to be good. It's gonna be good, and I can't fucking wait. That shade party. Giselle's house is being renovated or whatever the fuck, so nobody can come in the house or just a couple people can't come in the house because she doesn't want them talking shit. Like, okay. <laughs> oh, lordy, 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 lordy. But I can't wait. Okay. Let's get into Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. So good. So, so good. Okay, so we start this episode with um, Jen talking to her nephew. So this nephew, I guess like last year or something like that, he like messaged her and was just like, I need some help, like, you know, getting out of, um, getting out of California. And I guess like she just never replied. And then, you know, she eventually did after she kind of got her shit together mentally and, you know, and then brought her, brought him to Salt Lake. So it was like a very like touching like convo, but I also just like found it like very odd. Like you have to apologize to him on camera. Like you guys haven't had this conversation before, or is this just for you to like look good and you know for people to, um, I guess see that you can be empathetic. Is that the right word? Empathetic. I don't think that's how I don't think that's how I'm saying. I'm not saying it right. I sound like fucking Mia. Um, empathize that you can empathize with somebody. Maybe that's better. I think that's a better way of saying it. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> I'm over here making fun of Mia, but I see myself a lot of Mia. I just mispronounce fucking shit all the time. You wouldn't think that fucking English was my first and only language, but it's hard sometimes. <laughs> I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. So I don't know. So it was like a little rough for me because I was just like, like, that's great that you helped him, but also like you couldn't have apologized to him without there being fucking cameras. Or is this like a second apology? So again, so then people can see that you like have a soul. Like, I don't know. <laughs> oh gosh. I'm being messy, messy Kylie today. Messy booting, messy booting around. Oh my goodness. But, you know, I guess, you know, fucking Jen's on like her fucking apology tour of like 2020. I don't fucking know because this was, you know, I think filmed. I don't know when it was filmed, to be honest, because we're in October. Or no, we're in September. Jesus Christ. We're in September right now. So was this filmed earlier in the year, like 2021? Or a little still, are we still in 2020? But regardless, Jen's on an apology tour, 100%. 100%. Um, 
so after that, then we cut to Meredith and Seth. And I love Meredith and Seth. Like, they are super cute. Again, just another one that I'm just, like, rooting for. Another couple that I'm just, like, uh, like, I just want you guys just to win. You know? I do. But when he gets there, um, you know, Meredith, I think, is on the phone with Brooks and... Uh, <laughs> And, you know, basically, like, Seth is, like, trying to tell her, like, come on, like, we got to eat this dinner. And he said, this dinner is getting colder than a witch's ass. Now, I don't, I don't know how, I don't know how that saying, like, makes sense. It's implying that just, like, witches have cold asses. And I don't know how, you know, um, how anybody would know that or how, how that would come about. <laughs> I don't know how that would exactly come about, but it just really cracked me up. Really cracks me up. But they start talking about the whole situation with Jen Shaw and Brooks. And, like, Meredith is pissed. Like, straight, like, Mama Bear. And you can tell, like, that, like, you know, Seth is, like, trying to kind of be, like, a little, like, like, devil's advocate. Like, trying to help her see, like, both sides, kind of, I think, you know. And I think he realizes real quick that it's, like, listen, like, Seth, just, like, agree and nod. Because there's no other perspective that Meredith wants to hear right now. Like, she is in straight mama bear mode right now. And somebody's coming for her kid. So don't try to go with any other fucking, pers- like, perspectives. Like, she ain't trying to hear it. It's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> But I do like me some, like, pissed Meredith. I'm not going to lie. Like, maybe that's... And that's the thing. Like, the ones that are, like, really, like, cool, kosher, like, chill vibes, generally, like, you know, majority of the time, like, if you piss them off, like, it is another fucking level that people are not prepared for. They're not. And I'm not going to lie. Like, that is that is me. I, I'm, for the most part, I am a very, like, very, like, chill, like, relaxed, like very like go with the flow piss me the fuck off though and it's a whole nother motherfucking level but it takes a lot and i feel like same for Meredith. takes a lot to piss us the fuck off so if you do please believe that it took a lot for you to fucking get there so now you're about to fucking get it <laughs> like we tried we tried to be cool we tried to be calm but you kept motherfucking pushing us. So now you got what you're fucking asking for. You're welcome. (laughs) Oh my goodness gracious. Uh, Okay. Then we cut to fucking uh, Mary and her fucking Willy Wonka of a goddamn dining room. Like, listen, like, I kind of, like, I kind of love those chairs if they matched and, like, she made it, like, a, like, Willy Wonka-esque fucking like dining room, but it's just like, there's the chairs and nothing else fucking goes with it at all. Like if she went with like a theme, like with those chairs, like I would be obsessed. Like, I don't know if anybody is watching, um, uh, Tiana and Iman's, uh, reality show. I think it's on E, um, and their house I'm obsessed with. Like each room is a completely different like design. Like she did like a 2D like kind of like room, which I'm obsessed with. Um, she did like a cartoon-esque like room. Love. Like, like I love just like I I love her like style. I'm I'm obsessed with fucking Tiana Taylor. Like she's fucking gorgeous. Her body's a goddamn work of art and should be studied. Um <laughs> Like, I don't understand it, how this bitch has had two fucking kids and still has a fucking six, has fucking abs and a fucking booty to boot. 
like amazing. Like she should be studied. She is gorgeous. She's amazing. And also fucking talented. And just, I love her style. Uh, I could go on and I could go on and on. But anyways, <laughs> we're not, we're not here to talk about Deanna Taylor. We're here to talk about Salt Lake City. So back to Mary. <laughs> Oh gosh, I cry. My, I, clearly, I, I mean, if you, if you're new or if you've been listening, you know that I fucking I crack myself up. Anyways, so Mary, thank God, is updating her fucking house, updating her house, and whoever this guy is, like her interior designer, is like her cousin, and she just like, I mean, Mary talks some mad shit to people, like undercover, like mad shit to people. And it is like kind of like the undercover like shadiness that I don't really like. Like it's like condescending almost, I feel like a little bit. Um, and just like straight up rude. Um, it's like the very like, ugh. I might cut this out, I don't know. But it's like the very uh, religious folks like type of way of how they want to fucking like take digs at people. Like they do it with like a smile on their face, you know? It's very like, uh, like underhandy. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Like, it just is. I don't like it. I don't like it. It's like I'm gonna smile to your face and tell you about yourself, but like, <laughs> but amen. And mm-hmm. it's like I'm sorry. What? Like you just said something hella fucking shady just because you did it with a fucking smile on your face and act like we're fucking friends. Like, yeah, no. Anyways. She just, like, basically told him, like, you know, like, my whole family is unprofessional. You're unprofessional for talking for talking shit about your family like that on camera. Like, oh, God. And then they, like, go through the house. And then they, like, sit down back in the Willy Wonka chairs. And, you know, he's, like, asking her, like, you know, how's life going or whatever. Like, how's, um, I can't remember what her son's name is. What, something junior or the second. I don't know. Anyways. You know, she's, like, telling him, like, so I guess he's going to be going to college soon. And, you know, she's trying to tell him to be careful with women and da-da-da-da. And, you know, told her son, you know, like, if you smell fish, run. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, not a bad, you know, fact to, you know, to give to him. But also, like, oh, my God. <laughs> Like, Jesus, Mary. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, she has, like, no filter, but has a filter. Like, I don't know. Mary's wild. Mary is wild. We see Stuart, you guys. Okay, because it was when, actually, the first time that we see Stuart is when uh, Jenny and Lisa come over to Jen Shaw's house. And all I could think is, what is going on with Stuart, you guys? What is going on? Do we know? Do we think that, let's just say, let's just say, which I don't believe this, but let's just say Jen had no idea that any of this was going on, but Stuart is the one that masterminded this all, okay? Because he runs the behind the scenes if we, if we, you know, for what we know. What if Stuart is the one that did all of this craziness, the fraud with these, with these old elderly people? Do we know? I don't know. I need more information. I'm going to have to do a Google Google search. But so, you know, everybody's like um, 
so not everybody, but like Lisa and um, Jenny like grab some food because of course, you know, they put out some snacks. And so, um, but Jenny's plate of food made me sad. It made me sad. Like she had like a piece of bread and like a couple carrots or something. I was like, oh God. God, Jenny, like eat, please. And I don't want to be insensitive if, you know, possibly if maybe if she has, you know, maybe some issues with food or not. But I was just like, oh, God, I hope not. Ugh. Anyways, I'll leave that there. I'll leave that there. I have nothing else to say on that. Um, and then, so Jen is like, you know, she's talking about the whole situation with um, Meredith and Brooks. And, you know, she's like, he talked about my vagina. And so, like, you know, I'm just, I, you know, if things are funny, like, I'm going to laugh. Like, what do you want from me? And it's just like, like, Jen, like, you, like, listen, if you want to laugh, like, that's fine. That's fine. If you find the shit fucking funny, then fine. Go ahead and fucking laugh. Okay. But don't be involved in these people talking shit about about someone's child. Like don't repost it. Don't like it. You don't want to be involved, but you're do but you're doing shit to be involved. Also in that conversation, like fucking Jen went from like zero to a hundred. And like this is like what like the first or second time that fucking Jenny's meeting her. I think it's the first time, right? I don't know. But I'm just like, ooh. Like you can see like Jenny is just like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Where am I? <laughs> like, what are we talking about? I don't know. I don't know. So after that whole shim sham, we cut to um, Whitney and Heather. They're going, they're like shopping at this like high end. Um, I don't know what, like re like consignment shop, I guess, you know, I mean, everything looked like really cool, but I mean, really cool. Um, but, you know, that's when um, Heather tells Whitney that, you know, that she is meeting up with Jen. And, you know, Whitney is just like, be careful. Like, she does not agree with it at all. Like, she just knows that it's not going to go well. And uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. We're going to get to that in a second. But, I mean, like, I don't know how it's going to go long term. Like, of course, like we can put like a bandaid on it. But, like, how's it going to go long term? Nobody can say. Nobody can say. We just have to watch what happens. <laughs> um, after that, then we cut to Jenny and like her family. And, you know, like the, her, you know, it's a cute moment. Like she's showing your kids how to like cook and stuff like that. And, you know, how, you know, she had like all these like um, medical offices that she just like gave up because she was just like, she wasn't able to spend any time with her kids and stuff like that. So, you know, Jenny's a boss. That's all I'm going to say about that. But it sounds like her husband does want kids. Like, he just wants to keep having her just pushing them out. And she's like, I'm good. So, I mean, as we know per the preview, we know that that conversation is not going to stop there. It's not going to stop there. So that's going to keep going. Um. So, but it was, like, very awkward that he was just, like, asking, like, the kids, like, you want another, you know, he's asking, like, his youngest daughter, like, you want to have, like, a, you know, have, like, a younger sibling? And she's, like, nah, like, I'm good. Like, I'm the baby and I get all the attention. So, like, no. <laughs> like, listen, that little girl is smart as fuck. And she's, like, I definitely don't want somebody else stealing my spotlight. So, thanks, no thanks, dad. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, Whitney's husband um 
we cut to them having like a conversation because like Whitney's been just very busy with the business, with her business and, you know, seems, and, you know, she's just like talking about, she like kind of like gets into the fact like she needs to have like more sex, you know, that they need to have a more, um, you know, not just, not just having like robotic sex. And the best thing in, in everything is that I love that the producer asked her, what the fuck, what is robotic sex? And then of course, Whitney shows her what she means for robotic sex. And it, it, it was, it, I mean, the greatest description that I've ever seen. It's perfect. Perfect. If any, you know what I mean? Like if you ever have to like to tell somebody, tell your husband or, you know, whoever, a friend, like, I don't want to have robotic sex ever again. And they're like, well, what do you mean? Pull up that fucking clip. Because it's the best description ever. The best. But you could tell that Whitney's husband, I mean, his little face was getting all red. He was so embarrassed. So embarrassed to talk about it. And to talk about their sex life. You know, it's still because he's still like he's still a Mormon at heart. Even though they may not be practicing or still within the Mormon church, he still has the, you know, he's still just still a, a Mormon boy at heart. And he was embarrassed. <laughs> Oh God, but that is, you know, it's unfortunate. We're going to have to see them, you know, exploring their sex life because the way like when they're doing whatever that is, that mud situation that we've seen in the preview and he smacks her ass and she's like, ah, it's like, oh my God. (laughs) Like I'm embarrassed for you guys. Like, oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. Am I watching like a home video? Like what's happening? (laughs) Oh, Lord. Uh, Okay. Anyways. So after that, then we get to uh, the ladies, Jen and Heather, are meeting up at the ice castles, which you guys, I want to go. Like, where are these ice castles? Where, like, what? I mean, clearly they're in Utah. But, like, uh, what? I've never even heard of something like that. And then we see Stu again. Fucking, this is what I'm saying. Like, why I feel like maybe Stu has had his little fingies a little dipped into it a little bit more further than what. And why, I mean, listen, I think maybe, okay, now I'm changing my story. I think maybe Jen knew what was going on, but she had Stu doing everything. So then she can still say that she is innocent. Stu was a ploy. Because, listen, she was about to make Stu crawl into those fucking, into that, uh, that like ice hall or whatever to try to get to the other side. And Stu did it. He was going to do it until he fell. But Stu falling made me laugh. But I can't believe that Jen was like, just crawl through there. And he was about to get on his hands and knees and fucking crawl right through there. That's what I'm saying. If Jen told that boy to fucking jump off a bridge, he'd be like, please tell me when and where. Like, yikes. Yikes, yikes, yikes. But truly though, like what is this ice castle place? Like, where, but also, though, where are the people? That, are there people that run it? Does anyone? Where are they if they do? If they don't, then people are just coming up there, you know, falling at your own risk. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, my goodness. So Heather gets there. They sit down like this cute, like, little, like, uh, ice igloo. And they have, like, a little fire going with, like, chairs and churros. And... <laughs> The churros were were a little random, but regardless, you know, they're talking about the whole situation where, you know, Jen is, has called, um, said that Heather is racist and, you know, has called her like all these like names and yada, yada, yada. And, and, you know, I mean, at the end of it, like, I mean, truly just Heather just wants her to take responsibility for what she has said and what she has done. And Jen cannot. Jen is just like trying to like talk her way out of it. She's just like, how do you think that I feel? 
How do you think that I feel? Like my kids, like no one's talking about like how my kids feel. And it's like, but Jen, you're the one that's saying this stuff and doing this stuff. So no one's talking about how your kids feel. Well, then stop doing it then. So then your kids aren't embarrassed anymore. Your kids are seeing you act a fool. That's what's going on. Nothing else. No one's talking about you the way that you're talking about other people. Besides saying like what you're doing is wrong. So <laughs> don't act a fool. Then your kids won't see you being a fool. See how that works? Crazy concept. I, I know. But, you know, and, and Heather said in her confessional at one point, which I mean, I was like, yes, this is exactly it. She said, you know, that basically like, you know, she doesn't believe that like Jen, because Jen's saying that she's treated differently. And it's like, no, you're treated differently because of your temper. Because people are afraid that you're going to go off on them. So you're treated differently because of your temper, nothing else. Nothing else. Also in, in Heather's confessional, she, um, or maybe it wasn't in the confessional, but regardless, she admitted at one point that she, oh, it was because like, she was saying like, it felt like Jen was going to like break up with her because you can tell that like Jen's friendship for whatever reason, I don't understand why, but Jen's friendship to Heather means a lot to her. Means a lot. And, and, you know, she was like, I feel like you're going to break up with me. And she said at one point, like, I've never had a boyfriend, so I don't know what that like even feels like, but I feel like you're going to break up with me. And I was like, oh my gosh, like Heather's never had a boyfriend. Makes me sad. She's so sweet. Like, I just want Heather to find somebody, please. I know there's people that are out there that are attracted to Heather, that men are that are out there that are attracted to Heather. Like she's gorgeous, you guys. So get in her fucking DMs. Like shout out to her, DM her, and like let's get let's get Heather back in the game, y'all. Let's get Heather in the dating game for sure. But you know I'm proud of uh, Heather though because she really did like stand her ground in the sense of just being like no, like you need to take ownership for this and you need to apologize to me for it. And so good job, Heather, even though fucking, you know, Jen, the tornado Jen was like trying to get her to, um, you know, um, be like pity party for her and tried to like spin it onto Heather somehow, some way, you know, Heather did not fall for it and she stood her fucking ground. So, you know, they did apologize, like Jen did apologize and, you know, so I think, you know, so the apology did happen. So there, so there's that. I don't know how long that's going to last you know, based off of when Heather was on Watch What Happens Live, I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, good for them. Um, the fact that Jen just threw those churros in a fire, it, it hurt my soul. It hurt my soul. Like, why would you do that to a churro? You eat that fucking churro. I also love that Heather, like, used the fire to, like, warm them up real quick. Jen fucking left hers in there too long and ended up eating a burnt churro. Gross. And burnt her tongue, as she deserves. So what happens, karma. <laughs> but so that was pretty much the end of the episode. But next week's episode, the preview looks great. Um, that is, it looks like finally Jen Shaw and Meredith come face to face during some sort of ice fishing event. Um, so can't wait. Again, Potomac and Salt Lake City firing on all cylinders. Everything's looking great. Everybody's doing a great job. Like whoop whoop, hallelujah! So excited. So excited. Um, 
Um, yeah, that's pretty much it, you guys. So like I said earlier, um, I'm going to do another episode um, and we will do that for Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Um, I'm going to try to um, get this episode out today, which is Saturday. So I'm going to do some quick editing and then um, get this posted for you guys today. And then um, the other one for Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, uh, we'll get that recorded later on today. And we'll get that out uh, probably either, probably try to do it Sunday. I'm going to have some back-to-back episodes, you guys. I'm going to really try to get um, Real Housewives of Salt Lake and Potomac out by, like, I'm going to try to do it by, like, Wednesdays or Thursdays and then have Real Housewives of Beverly Hills out by Friday, Saturday. So that's what what I'm going to try to do. I don't know how it's going to work. So bear with me. Again, this is all like trial and error, you guys. Like I'm doing this all by myself. I'm just doing my best over here. Um, and just trying to see how this, all this whole situation works out. So, so yeah, so I hope, I hope whoever is listening, I really hope that you are enjoying this. Um, you know, if there's anything that I'm not touching on ever, or if there's something you guys want me to touch on, or, um, I don't know, just, you know, shoot me a line, guys, you know, give me your, uh, you know, comments, concerns, questions, you know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so um, you can um, get at me at my um, IG page, which is Give Me More Reality. And, yeah, um, you know, like the page, subscribe to however you're listening to this um, this podcast, like it, you know, do all that fun stuff. You know, again, share it with your friends, your family you know, acquaintances. Just get the word out if you can. All right. But regardless, whoever is listening, I appreciate you listening. So thank you. And yeah, that's about it, you guys. That's all I got today. So thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week. And this has been Give Me More Reality. Thanks, guys.